Well, now we're going to shift gears a little bit. If you're just tuning in on this podcast, if you haven't gone back to listen to our podcast on hope, you need to go do that now. But we're moving directions as we're talking about the the four words that encapsulate the true meaning of Christmas. We've, we've looked at hope. We still have to talk about peace, joy, and love. And today we're going to talk about peace. Um, what is peace and where does that peace come from? Um, and, and how does it relate to Christmas? So, Pastor Shelley, biblical peace. Biblical peace. Isaiah prophesied years ago and said that Jesus would be the prince of peace. And he has um, come to earth, and we, if you're a Christian today, you have experienced the peace of God. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah, uh, this world is not at peace, is it? No, it's chaos. And um, even even this week, I've been talking with some people uh, who are missionaries about the country that they're in and some of the chaos that's been going on there. And, and it's everywhere where we see chaos um, peace is not to be found in this world right now. Um, but we can have peace despite what the world is because of Jesus. Our verse of the year for our church this mm-hmm. year is, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, mm-hmm. which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So, uh, that verse tells us that we can have this supernatural peace from God that will transcend all our understanding, all the things the world throws at us. Um, you know, Jesus said he would give us peace, and he said the peace that I give you is not going to be like the world peace. Right. And uh, the difference between worldly peace and godly peace is this, Noah. Worldly peace comes after the storm, godly peace comes during the storm. Yeah. In John 14, 27, uh, like you said, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So there we've got the parallel of worldly peace and godly peace. That's right. And worldly peace is so predicated on your situation, your circumstances. Absolutely. And godly peace is, in spite of your circumstances, That's right. you can have peace. Yeah, your circumstances has no control over godly peace. Right, right. And uh, we, we need to seek godly peace and not the peace that this world gives. Mm-hmm. That's just absence of problems and stress. Right. Well, okay, there's... Uh, there's some ways that Jesus makes peace possible in our life. And and you may be, the listener may be here listening to this and say, man, peace is not possible in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it can easily be become overwhelming if you're tuning into the news and stuff like that, where, like we said, there's no peace in the world, but you can have peace in your life through Christ. That's right. And the way Jesus makes peace possible, number one, Jesus brings us spiritual peace through the cross of Calvary. Mm-hmm. In Romans 5.1, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that justified through faith right there is pointing to the cross. That's right. And that spiritual peace. So not mm-hmm. only uh, when, when we get our heart right and we get peace in our heart, then we can deal 
with the uh, the peace in the world and the struggles that we face with that inner peace. The world can't touch that. And and not only that, Noah, but the peace with God. In other words, our sin calls animosity and strife and and uh and separates us from God. But the cross and the blood of Jesus has brought has bridged the gap mm-hmm. between uh our sin and God's holiness. That's right. Um as as it says in Ephesians two, uh we are children of wrath when we're born. We're yes. born into sin. So we're we're at odds with God for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. And yet, because of Jesus, he's made intercession through the cross so that we can have peace with God, our sin being taken care of, so we can have, like we said in our last podcast, we can have life, the hope of life, eternal life, um, through the work of Jesus on the cross. And that's spiritual peace. Yeah, I like what Ephesians 2.13 says. Mm-hmm. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away yeah. have been brought near through the blood of Christ. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Well, the second thing, that how Christ makes peace possible, Jesus brings inner peace through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. When... um when we respond to God and we allow the Holy Spirit to take over our life and come to our life, the Holy Spirit brings the peace of God. Yeah, in uh, John 14, 25 and 26, uh, Jesus is speaking and, and he says, I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you, but the counselor or the comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. That word there of describing the Holy Spirit being our counselor, our comforter, our peacemaker mm-hmm. in our life. That Holy Spirit is being sent by God into our hearts to bring about inner peace. And the discipline of the Christian life and the discipline of the Word of God in Hebrews, it says that it produces a harvest. And it says mm-hmm. that it's a harvest of righteousness, which means right relationship with God. And notice this, what follows that? The, when when you have a right relationship with God, and then notice the second thing, and peace for those mm-hmm. who have been trained by it. Yeah. When we are right with God, uh, the Holy Spirit fills us up and brings peace to our life. I, I believe everybody in this world desires that peace. Oh, yeah. They might not know it, mm-hmm. but there is a desire to have true spiritual peace in our lives. Absolutely. Uh, I, I just imagine the... The, the man or, or woman that's coming home from work and they've had a real stressful day and maybe, maybe their, their boss has been on them or their, their kids have been yapping all day and they just sit down on the couch and they just want, you know, five minutes of peace and quiet. Yeah, everybody wants that peace. That's right. But that peace, that, that true peace, the inner peace, the spiritual peace only comes from God, only comes from the Holy Spirit. Um, on Sunday in our, our life group, I use the example of... Uh, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas time, you always eat a lot of food with your family. It's my Amen. favorite. It's one of my favorite things about holidays is food. And um, in fact, last night I had some some friends over. We ate a turkey. It was great. And um, but when you eat a lot of food, you get filled up. Um, you sometimes get to the point where you're miserable. Um, you know, little little borderline of gluttony. You know, <laughs> a there little bit there. And uh, when you're that full and you're you're laying down, you can't possibly think about filling yourself with anything else. Mm-mm. You're completely stuffed to the brim. Yes. And 
when we have the peace of God that comes from the Holy Spirit, and we're filled with the peace of God, mm -hmm. the anxiety of the world has no room to get in. There you go. You know, it yes. fills us up completely. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit, the the cross brings that spiritual peace, that inner peace, and then points us to lasting peace. Yes. Which is point number three. Lasting peace. Jesus brings lasting peace through his return. Mm -hmm. He's coming back one glorious day, and he's gonna it's gonna be an everlasting peace. For every believer. Yeah. In Romans 16, 20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. And that's, Paul is finishing up. He's closing out his, his book, his, his letter to the church of Rome. And he says, the God of peace is going to be victorious. He's going to crush Satan under your feet. And Satan is the author of confusion mm -hmm. and stress and problems and trouble and pain and suffering. But what does Jesus produce? Peace. Mm -hmm. uh, Hebrews, Hebrews plays on the word rest, mm -hmm. that we will enter his rest. And speaking of the same rest that God, the God of creation right. rested mm -hmm. on the seventh day. Yeah. Uh, John 14, 1 through 6, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the place where I am, where I am going. And then, of course, we have Thomas who's asking, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know um, and then he continues there in uh, in verse 6. Will you read that out? Uh, verse 6 says, And Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and mm -hmm. the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Absolutely. Yes. When uh, it comes through Jesus Christ. And anybody here that says, man, I'm just, I'm just not sure, let me tell you, to, peace is a choice through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You choose peace. Uh, when you choose Jesus, if you want peace today, it is a choice. Choose peace. Submit your life to the bond of peace. And Paul said in Romans, he said, it, if it is possible, as far as it depends on me, or depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Yeah. And, um, and peace comes through Noah obeying God's word. When we are in the center of God's word, in the center of God's will, we will experience supernatural peace. Absolutely. Isaiah says in Isaiah 48, 18, if only you had paid, paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Yeah. And that peace, like you said, Pastor Shelley, we can have that peace. It comes from the cross. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And that peace is lasting. It's forever when we know that Jesus reigns victorious. Um, he's he's going to win. The God of peace will crush Satan. And uh, that peace, like we said uh, at the beginning of, of this conversation, is not like worldly peace. You know, it's not predicated on our circumstances, but it's predicated on what was already finished by Jesus um, for us. So that we've got, when we have a relationship with him, he'll fill us up with his peace and then eventually brings us 
to his uh, life. So, Pastor Shelley, why don't you close us out um, in prayer with peace? Father, I just come before you, and as um, as we read through these scriptures, we are so thankful today that we can find peace, spiritual peace, real peace, um, through you, through Jesus Christ. Lord, I just pray that we will choose peace today, that we will um, seek the bond of peace in our life, that we will not be settled for the stress of this world, but God, we will be disciplined enough in our lives to allow you to dominate our lives and bring us the peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Shelley.